Hi, welcome to Awake TV. So today soon I'm gonna talk about manifestation. Whatever we focus on, we're gonna manifest the good and bad, and then we're gonna share our insight and tips on this. Enjoy. I think that's great. Oh, I already taped, but <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone. So today we want to talk about manifestation. We can manifest good or bad because we are the creator. So, you know, we haven't really touched the topic of the manifestation, but this is very important because when we shift to 5D, you know, we are totally manifesting in, in the New York minutes. So right Please. now we are practicing our manifestation ability plus we gotta be responsible for what we are manifesting we're creating because we are the creator we are you know we are um making our timelines people think you are manifesting like it's like uh, making the object appear or something it's not like that we are totally creating new timelines with everybody in it that's what's happening new timelines so of course as a, a creator, we got to be responsible for what we are focusing on and stuff like that. So we're going to share this with our personal experience, good or bad, you know, <laughs> what we manifested and stuff like that. And hopefully you can enjoy it. So what is your personal experience about manifestation, Sue? The word that you used, what we are focusing on, that to me is the absolute key to anything we would wish to manifest. Yeah. So for example, if I am thinking, say I'm watching TV and every time, maybe I come from a family where there was a lot of illness, like maybe mm -hmm. chronic diseases and the, okay. And then you go to the doctor and they tell you, well, you're at risk because you have a family history of this. So there's, it's adding to your belief system, your focus of, oh, maybe I'm going to get this disease too. And then you watch your TV and there's a commercial on for some drug that they're trying to push and they have all these symptoms listed and you go, oh, I had that. Well, I have this sometimes oh that maybe I have this disease okay we can bring that right into ourselves because of that continued focus on illness or disease so we don't want to do that okay and I have done that in my life you know in my younger years I my mother um, you know I don't think she'd mind me sharing she was one of those people that was chronically addicted to illness it it she just brought it in at all times so she would was one thing would resolve or she'd have a surgery or you know she broke her back when i was two years old and i was in the car with her and it's it's just been so i've never known my mother to be a healthy individual where my dad described her before that accident as being very healthy and energetic and athletic and you know all these things that that I am I have manifested in my life um so anyway long story short she would be what we would call in human terms you know kind of a hypochondriac right mm -hmm. and um so I don't like to label things I don't like to label people that that sounds like kind of like a dirty name to me to me it was so there was something she was getting out of this illness and I don't know if it was avoidance of stepping into her true power. I don't know if it was the attention that she never received as a child. Um, you know, I have my suspicions about her, her motives for wanting to be ill all the time. And I don't mean consciously wanting. 
Okay. So I'm not saying she went through life going, oh, what's the next disease I can have? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are people that unconsciously manifest disease and illness into their lives. There's always a reason for it. So what are you trying to avoid? What are you trying, what, what are you trying to bring to you? Do you need attention? Do you need um, to feel that people around you care? Um, medical care, treatment, that sort of thing that brings along its bag of um, positive things because you have human interaction. As a child, did you not have care? Did you not have attention? I know that was the case for my mother. My, my grandparents both worked in a factory, shoe factories, and they, uh, my grandfather was an alcoholic and my grandmother just did everything in the house for all these people that lived there. There were multiple families in this house and she took care of everybody. So where did that leave my mother? She was a very lonely, lonely child. And when the one person in the family that lived there that did give her attention passed away, it was like she was adrift. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that my grandmother didn't love her. She just wasn't around and was so full of responsibility. So I, you know, I take and break down all of these different possibilities about why my mother brought illness into her life. But the fact of the matter is, the word you used, focus, what are we focusing on? That's the key. Okay. So for me, every day I wake up and I think I am perfect health. I am, I am creator. I do my, I am statements. I remind myself every day that I am all powerful and I am creating my awareness. What's your take on it? I'm very visual, you know, I, I was in the movie industry, so I'm very visual. So affirmation stuff never worked on me. However, when I make mind movie, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza is suggesting, I made my own mind movie about my future and what I want and nice music with visual stuff in it. And then I watch that every day as soon as I wake up. I nice. do that. And then also, um, I make myself feel in certain condition when I'm with someone, you know, my future husband, what makes me feel. And then I just going to bathe myself in that feeling. I don't have to see him. I can feel it, right? And yeah. then that's what I do. Yeah, I love the creative visualization. Um, and, we, and I threw the word creative in there because we are the creator. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it isn't like, Oh, an art project. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. You, <laughs> right. It's not like we're going to class. Now we're going to create a pretty picture. We're <laughs> going to create an amazing picture. And, and yeah. what we're doing is we're weavers. We're putting that into our reality because we can see it. And if we can't see it, we can at least feel it. Uh -huh. That's no less creative than seeing it. Okay, so if you're not great with visualization, go ahead and practice. The more we practice, the better we get at it. We find this with our quantum healing clients, right? When we do a session, oh, we do yeah. a hypnosis. Some folks come in and they get they don't eight see by anything. 10 pictures and others don't see anything and they get really concerned about it. And so our job as practitioners is we help them work on their visualization skills. And usually it doesn't take that much work. Or you it's know, focus. some people are visual, some pe people auditory, some people are kinetic. So 
some of my clients when they come and they don't see anything it's okay i ask them how they feel or do you yeah. do you have any kind of story comes up into your mind yeah that is fine too you don't have to see everything because a couple of the client i saw they're saying i don't think i'm hypnotized i don't think i'm hypnotized <laughs> and i told them what, whatever you feel is fine and then they thought one day going to be under anesthesia kind of condition. Yeah, but yeah. Instead of seeing everything like a movie, but not everybody minds a visual, right? Some people yeah. are not the visual at all. Well, I put that right on my website. Like anybody that's interested in a session, I talk about that because I want, and I always refer a client to read my website before we set up a session. So I really want them to know what they're getting into. And, um, and then I send a letter out as well yeah. to prepare for the session, which reinforces what you just said. Mm -hmm. We have so many more senses than just the seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, feeling, you know, the eth or I mean the uh, body feeling like touch we have way more senses than that and um we never know what's going to work for us but so like yeah. you said earlier if it's just if you're not getting the visual you can practice it but also get into the feeling of it what would it feel like to have this next person come into my life um yeah. that's going to be my partner especially when you are not really you know you haven't met the person or you haven't found the perfect place to go for the trip, all you can feel is feel, you know what I'm saying? Like some people are still left brain kind of people. I mean, I still am part of me. So unless I have a clear idea, like let's say this is the next place I wanna go visit in my trip, I can't really visualize it. So I have to feel it, right? Yeah. But that's the same effect because my guide is saying, Feeling, the feeling when you manifest things are most important. You don't have to actually see it. I agree. And what about the people that just know stuff? That's right? fine too, because that's a, a clear cognizant. Yes. So that, that's fine too. Whatever the knowledge pour, pouring out of your head, that's like a, you're using your skills to manifest things, right? Yeah. And like you said, the people that are left brain, they tend to, uh, you know, those are the, your analytical people, your um, people that like to have things known ahead of time that want it in black and white. They, they just, they love that order and the structure and the predictability, right? Mm -hmm. So that left brain person may have clear cognizance, may just know things, but they're going to delete that information or they're going to go against it because their their left brain tells them, well, that doesn't make any sense. How could I possibly know that? So realize that when you're manifesting, if that's how things come through for you, maybe you feel it and you know things. Okay. Cause yeah. that's me. So I'm kind of talking about me. Um, when you start to trust those abilities, uh -huh and go with the feelings of the good stuff the what you want not the icky stuff not the stuff that you've been through in the past that you've already gotten past don't focus on the past because past is gone it's not we're not changing it what we're doing when we talk about manifestation is we're moving forward so focus on those feelings that are the good ones and um whenever you think about the outcome that you wish to have whether it be a house a job or a relationship, um, a circumstance, yeah, a resolution. 
So you and I were talking about, we, we are feeling big changes coming, but we feel so good, even though what that's going to be, you know, remember we're talking about that? I do. No idea, no picture, no vision, but we just feel good and feels right. And we know it's coming mm-hmm. and we're trusting. And so there's the other part of manifestation that we should touch on, um, which is uh, once we, once we create the image, picture, whatever we're trying to manifest, um, okay. situation, the feeling, mm-hmm. as we start trusting the feeling and the knowing, that's when the vision will start coming in. And that's when we might start hearing things. We might start tapping into um, the divine realms, the other dimensions, the, the ones that come to help you in manifesting this for yourself, we might start yeah. hearing them. So our other senses start opening up once we trust the ones that we are currently working with. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the next step is, is the trust mm-hmm. uh, that what you are calling into your reality is coming. You know, like the trust part, like last, last episode, I channeled Astra to ask about prayer because, you know, prayer is one of the, you know, really sure method to manifest something, but I wasn't really sure, should I just pray once to ask what I want? I watched your (laughs) video. You know, traditionally like daily because, you know, that makes I don't know, but that, is it, is it, are they going to be really annoyed by that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that was my question. And then Asta was saying, well, you're you are saying this, so it's going to um, strengthen your congruency about your feeling, how you're manifesting. It's not about how they hear us, they heard once, it's enough, but it's about us for, for our own sake to um, it is what we wish, like yeah. like what Ashtar said. It's it's whatever you're comfortable with. But I will throw this in there for your consideration. Yeah, I've always been taught my mentor, you know, many many years ago, um, that the key to creationship is talk about it or think about it in gratitude as if it's already happened. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's actually in the Bible. I think that. I don't remember what book. I'm not a Bible girl, but I remember reading it that you, yes, that when you speak in prayer, you speak in terms of thanks, because whenever we put want or begging or desperation into the picture, that, that energy will return back to us. We don't want want and desperation and begging to come back. What we want is I say, thank you for sending this into my life or bringing this into my life so that's a form of prayer and what the universe says oh we're going to give her what she's thanking us for because she already has it because it's like gratitude prayer right thanking like that's i think yes and i remember like when i was going to sleep when i was a kid i was you know saying thank you for everything happened in my life yeah because as kids we are so connected we haven't forgotten yet or had it socially programmed out of us that we are connected yeah and so we would naturally know how to pray um in a way that's creative um so when uh stuff already happened when we do the prayer that is same thing as my guide was talking about the feel it 
Because once you feel it, it's already happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, you were saying earlier that once we get into 5D, the manifestations are going to happen faster. And I'll tell you, um, I think I go between, mm -hmm. you know, the dimensions. I don't think I'm like all 5D all the time. And sometimes I'm when I'm channeling or I'm working with people doing a session, six, seven, and eight, right? Depends mm -hmm. on where that person needs to go. And then sometimes I drop back down into three. Um, the kicker is, is that um, once we get to the higher vibrations, that manifestation becomes more instant. So we really have to be careful what we're thinking about. Oh, yeah. What is our focused attention, right? So, you know, you hear something. I don't watch the news, and I do that on purpose because I don't want their fear and their scare and their whatever they're trying to sell us at the time. I don't want that breaking into my energy vibration. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. I don't do fear, okay? And if fear comes up into my field, I allow it. I ask it, what's it about? you know, what, where's this coming from? And then I quickly realize what it is and I'm able to let it go. Um, so I'm not saying I don't experience fear, but what I'm saying is I don't entertain it. I don't invite it in and give it a drink and ask it to sit down and hang out with me. Yeah, like uh, intentionally, right? That's focus, right? Some Anything. People, yeah, some people, um, they, they fear, fear about not feeling negative feelings. But my guide was saying, we, when that comes up, for whatever the reason, right, we got to feel through it. So then we can let it go. Yeah, absolutely. We're still humans. Okay. Mm -hmm. We are all powerful, creative beings, but we're having a human experience. And so what that means is we're going to still have human emotions. And yeah. it's not that we're not spiritual when, we, when those emotions come. Yeah. We have to allow that. I mean, that's part of the yin and yang. That's part of the all and and the difference between, you know, being in separation, saying something's good or bad, or accepting unity consciousness, which means all of it's okay, yeah. right? So when we're trying to be super spiritual, but we're not allowing ourselves to have something that we think is not good, we're actually divorcing ourselves from a piece of our own self. Yeah. When we're trying to bring together unity mm -hmm. consciousness and our all of our power, accepting those parts that we don't necessarily like is part of that process. Uh huh. Yeah, that's really important. And yeah, and then the focus is what makes the difference. So I'm not focusing on my shadow side, I'm, but I'm just simply accepting that it exists. Yeah, if I choose to be, um, you know, like some all-powerful. Uh, controller of a society you know like say i wanted to be uh, a politician just for example and i i could do that that could be my focus i could create that and i could be controlling people that's just not something i'm interested in so we always have the choice yeah what is our focus on yeah so you know when negative emotion comes up as long as we don't focus on focus on doesn't mean we don't feel through feel through isn't focusing Focusing means intentionally, you yeah. are intentionally putting yourself into the environment, even though it's not coming to you. Right. Yeah. Like watching news, for example. That's what we are talking about. I wanted to clarify about that. But you know, like when we are manifesting, um, my guide was saying mostly about what kind of vibration we are vibrating. Because how much we are vibrating 
that's the, the timeline, the world that we are creating. So it's about vibration. Like, how are we vibrating? You know, like, we all, all have a core vibration, no matter what kind of emotions coming to us, right? At the moment, our core vibration. Yeah, yeah. Know? And the, um, the vibration of what we're asking for, in manif since we're talking about manifestation yeah. so if i'm asking for okay i'm going to manifest a million dollars right mm -hmm. that has an energy to it or if i say thank you and i allow all of the abundance that the universe can send my way all of it i allow it all and thank you for all of the abundance so that includes love that includes stability, yeah. that includes financial uh, stability, your work environment, your interactions with people and children, because abundance isn't just money. And it helps too, health. Health, everything that you can think of under the heading of love it is, is, you know, and that's abundance. Mm -hmm. So when we're manifesting, you know, obviously if you have a certain intention, like you do want to bring more physical wealth into your, and also we have to check our belief about things too. That adds to the vibration. So if we believe that money is the root of all evil, that's going to be a problem in manifesting because if your intentions are good and you believe yourself to be a lighter being and you believe money's evil, then you're not going to bring that into your life. So we need to change our thought and our belief about money if that's what we're trying to manifest. Does that make sense? It does. And I want to add something. If you guys don't like a particular rich people, that is not helping you to become wealthy because you're going to be the one and then subconsciously you are avoiding to become the one because you are passionately hate certain rich person. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. You know, have a... Have a good example about the rich people. I do have uh, several people that I've met who are extremely wealthy. So now I understand that having money got nothing to do with their personality. Some rich people are amazing and free yeah. giving. And then some rich people are asshole, just like we are, you know? <laughs> so it's not about how much money you're making. Like your, your personality doesn't change just because you have money. Right, exactly. I mean, the ones that don't get the credit for what they give, and, and there's a reason behind that, because they don't want the credit. They give out of the kindness of their hearts. I know doctors, lawyers, um, business people, that they they do things, uh, what do you call it, um, when they do it for free? Compassion, like pro bono. Pro bono, pro bono that's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. um, they do it the service for free or even doctors without borders they go to these you know countries and they're not charging fees for it they're really basically just getting what they can um what they need to survive like their food their shelter and all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. these are the ones that are unheralded but they are people that tend to have wealth that oh yeah um, because they can, we can focus on them as well you know yeah we can yeah, look at that example so it isn't the thing itself is what you're saying that is um, the issue. It's what the person that has the thing does with it. Yeah. It's kind of magnifying their personality, you know? Yeah. yeah. So my recommendation is those of you who want to be rich, have a good example of rich person you have in your life. 
so you can uh, get rid of your prejudice towards them okay and then before we close out uh, do you have any last tips for the manifestation for our audience yeah um if you have a, a, a high vibrational intention and that's where you put your focus it's gonna happen I can't tell you when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And you have to believe that it'd be grat you know, send out the gratitude like it's already happened and it will come. How about you? Well, my recommendation is, of course, feel it and then feel it daily. That's going to uh, strengthen your belief about it's coming. Yep. And after you do that, trust it. Your team heart it. You know, once they are definitely hearted, but you're just doing a daily for yourself. So you can, one, feel it and you can immerse yourself into that field. And then you can um, cultivate your trust within, like, whatever gonna thing is going to happen to you. Oh, before we go, um, I got to find the book. Hang on. I think it's under my computer. If you really want to um, read an amazing story about somebody that completely manifested health in their life. Mm -hmm. And so health is one thing we can manifest, but money, anything else is that it's going to work. Anita Morjani, Dying to Be Me. Uh -huh. I highly, highly recommend reading this. It's a quick, it's not a hard read. It's a, it's kind of a quick read. Um, and I'm a slow reader, but she was stage four cancer, multiple sites, um, end stage um, failure of a number of organs, went into coma, had these experiences, um, you know, near-death experience, um, she calls it, but I, I just say, like, she took time to talk with her counsel, <laughs> and she decided that she was going to manifest the life that she wished for. And she talks a lot about how to do that. So I really love this book. Um, gives some great, and I actually talked to Anita Morjani once. I was in a group meeting with some fellow quantum healers. Amazing, amazing energy. And um, she's so honest about what she had to let go of. And um, in order to receive her fondest, desire so we're not just talking money we're talking relationships we're talking the kind of work that she wanted to do in her life and um stop pleasing family yeah. right because there are cultural aspects that she talks about which i think apply to anybody because <laughs> we all have a culture of some kind that we come from right definitely yeah so that's a really i i recommend that book i didn't mean to interrupt you i hope i didn't no that was a good recommendation so Thank you so much for sharing. Sue and I are going to talk to you guys about next week. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah, like, subscribe, and I will see you guys next Friday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Sue and I will see you guys next week. Bye!